Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. What is going on, everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome to another week of Hero or Zero. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking one comic book character, as we do every single week. We talk their good points, their bad points, and just generally give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how's it going? Uh, actually, I always try to make this funny, but you've often yeah. given out to me and said, just say grand. So you yeah. know what, Connor? I'm grand. Oh, it's hard to improv off grand. Um, that's fine. See? <laughs> See? Way to kill the improv, buddy. <laughs> I, should have, I shouldn't have no-butted you. I should always yes and all of your crazy antics. You know, just always you're, agree you're, with anything I pose. Like, I think I, that I, seems like a terrible idea. I've heard some of the ideas you posed. What, what have I said? Oh, <laughs> name ten things illegal that I have said. You can't. You I've can't. only said nine. Not possible. I'm fairly sure I endorsed Victor's as his actions in one episode. You did. No, you did. Um, and he's a serial killer. <laughs> as we learned in, in Hero or Zero two weeks ago. So what, Hero Zero, Sean, normally you choose Marvel. I choose yeah. DC. Yeah. Um, now, last week you probably chose some shit character. Nobody even remembers. The week before that I chose someone amazing. So I we're actually back. can't remember who I chose last week. You, you chose uh, Captain America's... Um, Oh, US uh, agent, of course. US agent, yes. Um, but this week, Sean, I asked you, I gave you free reign. I was like, I'm trying to find a DC character. I can't think of anyone. And then you went, why not do Kite Man? And I thought... Without I missing a beat, I said this. I ha- <laughs> it's your answer to everything. I'm like, do you want a cup of coffee? Why not do Kite Man, Connor? Kite Man? <laughs> um, it's your I am Groot. But, like... <laughs> I said, you know what? It might be time to do the man who is obsessed with kites. This is DC's most powerful villain. One of the most, maybe the dastardly, the most dastardly villain that's ever existed um, in the DC universe. This is Kite Man Show. What do you even know of the man who loves kites? Uh, I know they make fun of him in the new Harley Quinn show that came out. (laughs) True. He's also going out with uh, Poison Ivy for a little bit in that show. 
It, well, I've not gotten to that part yet, Connor. Thanks oh, for that. sorry. Oh, oh you've, ruined, you've ruined the whole show for me. I'm going to stop watching now. Imagine, imagine that was what drew you in. I was watching that fucking show for a Kite Man. He was the for only reason. The character development behind Kite Man. I was watching Harley Quinn for my Kite Man canon. <laughs> Jesus. A, a Kite Manon, if you will. <laughs> no, you won't. Not if will you I will. Not? Okay, fair enough, so... <laughs> Um, so, Kite Man is actually, what normally happens, Sean, with my reports is I start off and I'm like, this is probably a dog shit character, and then I get really into them. You know that about you, me. Yeah, you go too far, if anything. I go too far, it's the a story of my life. So, <laughs> this week I have done something similar, similar, and in terms of Kite Man, he's actually very interesting, because he's a character that has two very distinct timelines. Um, what? He... Not, not even distinct timelines. I maybe timelines is the wrong word, but he was around in the sixties, right? He came in August nineteen sixty, and this was during the time, of course, the Silver Age comics, where they were just what were they doing, Sean? Throwing, Throwing shit at the wall. Throwing shit at the wall. <laughs> Throwing shit at the wall. Why not give a man a kite? Why not make a condiment king? Why not just? I don't know. There's a man. And who other loves such bl- characters. <laughs> blankets. A man who loves blankets. There's um, Ragman. He's great. Is he um, all about rags? He he loves rags. Fucking but, hell! What a legend. <laughs> but Kite Man was one of those such characters, and he has no backstory really, other than the fact that he just likes kites. That's his backstory. He's just real into kites. Just really into kites. And it wasn't until, for the first time in this Hero Zero real thing, that the new 52 made him a lot more interesting. What? DC Rebirth. We, are, we will be going into his time and his canon after the Rebirth. Because his story then is actually... Um, it's definitely more broad. They they fill it out a lot more because at the time in like the sixties, seventies, he just basically appeared one issue every seven years and got the shit kicked out of him, but they kind of fecked off and then flew off on his on his. Well, actually, he wouldn't. They probably broke no. the kite. Yeah, no, Batman's first step is always stand straight on top of the wood, holding the kite together. Yes, oh, no. breaks it over his knee, much like Bane <laughs> did to Batman. <laughs> that's what it was. Bane just loves kites, and that's why he was holding. Yeah, that was his revenge. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, it, and it carries the same like narrative weight as that comic story did every time. <laughs> Very it similar. Very every single time. And Kaiman's always surprised. No, not again. Who could have predicted? <laughs> um, so I'll go into the original story, and then there'll be a massive shift at some point, and I it gets a lot more interesting. But we'll get the first bit out of the way. So he is created by Bill Finger and Dick Sprang, which I think is a fucking great name. Dick Sprang. There's a Dick Spring. Sorry. Dick, even even better. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> so he first appeared in Batman 133 in August 1960. He possessed a variety of gimmicked kite shot, including a jet-powered hang glider that allowed for quick escapes. Hang a glider mammoth- is not a kite. Shh, quiet now. <laughs> what are you, a kite police? A yes. mammoth kite. He's kite man. He knows kites. A mammoth kite, kite that the mad, kite man used. Me. <laughs> to shuffle criminals this by mammoth kite I mean it's a fucking gigantic kite that he that the little string at the end was a ladder and he got caught, got him criminals out of jail using it that's not 
That boggles the mind. Like, no, physics sometimes fi- physics don't need to work in comic, Sean. Um, he also has a trap net kite, just because he has. He, he has a flat. He has a flash bulb kite. <laughs> it's just what? the one with that's really bright. <laughs> in case he wants to take an old timey photograph. <laughs> in case he wants to blind Batman. What does Batman live in? The shadows. What's the one thing you defeat the shadows with? A flash bulb kite. But does actually does Batman use this? Is off subject. Does Batman yeah. use echolocation at all? Uh, no, he's just a man. Just, oh, of course. What about that Where scene is- in The Dark Knight where he breaks all those people's uh, into all those people's folds and then Morgan Freeman's like I won't be having this and then he explodes it he, he, expl- <laughs> he does explode it yes so using kites of his own Sean Batman tracked down and captured Kite Man because the only way <laughs> to fight a kite is with a kite <laughs> with a kite it, this is the 60s comics what do you think he was going to fight him with like he looks at this man with a kite and his first stop is it like we could just like fire a batarang at the kite make a hole in it and then yeah. he would land no I need an outfit I need a colourful like, a plane <laughs> we have a jet plane Robin's like there's a plane right there and he's like hammering away at the kite why am I hammering at this kite <laughs> I'm ruining the fabric <laughs> um, so he gets taken down basically immediately every single time he appears in comics he lasts for one issue Jesus okay yeah. um, he's next appeared in 1979 so 19 whole years later in Batman so presumably he's been building a really good kite in that time you, you would think you would think, and in that, he used that time to look upon himself, and he was like, where was I weak? Not the kites. The kites was the straight. Flaws. Um, oh, where else was I weak? You know what he needs? He needs new armour. New equipment, Sean. Maybe an upgrade. An upgrade on the gear. You know what I mean? That's that's how you beat Batman. If you keep upgrading your gear, eventually, you'll be too upgraded, and you'll take him out. So... I know what you're thinking. What was this massive upgrade he had? Well, he came back this time. Bigger. Better. Sharper than ever with a visor over his eyes to protect him, I can only assume, from splashes. Well, the splashes are famously what took him out the first time, right? <laughs> True. Right? They had some connection. It wasn't the big kite that Batman flew. He came back this second time with a visor. It took him 19 years to devise this plan. To devisor this plan. Exactly. Oh, oh, did you see? No, no, fine, fine. I set him up, you knock him down. Um, (laughs) Which, now, this might surprise you, but he didn't have the divisor in his original story. So, bit of an upgrade. He's he's moving up in the world. Um, So, after, this might surprise you, but he defeated, or he betrayed some of his hired goons, because they were below him, and Batman then defeated him again, flying his own bat-shaped kite. (laughs) It had to be a bat-shape, didn't it? (laughs) It did. So, this this is still the 70s, so they're thinking, he goes away again, and he comes back, but he doesn't go for Batman this time, he thinks... I'm a better. I'm better than Batman. Now Batman has defeated him twice, but I mean, it was basically a draw both types. If you discount the fact that he got arrested twice, so oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. <laughs> but that is when how you it look, works. when you look at it like that, I mean, I think he would. So <laughs> he decided this time he would actually go after people who are both magic and can actually fly. And can, oh, hang on. I'm a, let me guess. Is it? The Black Condor. <laughs> no, imagine. 
<laughs> the Black Condor versus Kite Man would be a fight for the ages. No, the the Black Condor was busy stealing that other man's life. Um, <laughs> no, this was Hawkman, Hawk Girl, and Zatanna. Probably three oh. of the most powerful DC heroes. Oh, Kite Man said, "I'll be having you." The, and he's just like, "Yeah, I'm I'm your friend now." And within this article, or this um, this issue, I should say, his real name was revealed. Charles Brown, or Charlie Brown, if you will, Sean. Char- Charlie Brown, of course, Brown. famous for not being able to fly kites. Of course. And or of kick a course. football without having it brutally pulled away from him by someone he thought a friend. And Kiteman's actually an NFL player, so they're very opposite. Oh no! Um, so it, it was also revealed that when he was a small boy, Charles Brown. Now you might think this might be a cool backstory. He was just fascinated with kites. <laughs> just bad about kites and who is? They're they're up in the air all the time. Oh, how do they get up there? Who puts them there? Look, I just think kites are class, and I they, want to base my are. whole being around kites. And so it does, he does, it does causing him to adopt and use kites as part of his guise as a costume villain. That's all the backstory he need. So in costume his encounter with villain. Hawkman, Hawkgirl and Zatanna, the kite man's target was a treasure known as the Golden Eagle. But he was thwarted by the three heroes who, I can only assume one of them, is way too powerful for him. So the three of them together kicked the shit out of him. <laughs> Jesus, that seems like a not fair fight. <laughs> Crash landing in a tree, Kite Man ends the issue by saying, rats. <laughs> oh, I mean, that is the, the tragic end of most of my childhood kites. <laughs> yeah. So, you might think, is that, that might be the end of Kite Man. Well, Infinite Crisis is the real end of this character in this run. So, in Infinite Crisis, he doesn't even get a kind of backstory, or he doesn't even get um, a death scene. What he gets is the Joker reporting that Kite Man was thrown off Wayne Tower without his kite by Deathstroke. <laughs> oh no, that'll kill him! <laughs> he doesn't have his famous kite! Why couldn't he have thrown him off with the kite? Then he might live. <laughs> yeah, exactly, but Deathstroke not normally one to be nice, to be fair. That's true, though he does love kites. Yeah, Deathstroke asked him to join the secret society of supervillains... Uh, Kite Man rejected and Deathstroke immediately picked him up and threw him off Wayne Tower. <laughs> no one can know we have a secret society. Because <laughs> Kite Man's the one man to break. He's the loose link. Like, what? if he gets taken over, Batman will take him. Like, I feel like Kite Man will crumble at the slightest threat of interrogation. It's interesting that you say that because that comes up later on. Oh, good. But, um, it, it is, however, revealed at some point that he survived his fall and somehow reached a low rank in a post crisis Gotham City's underworld. This is in the pages of 52. But um, that's how, that was his end in Infinite Crisis. So that was the end of the original Kite Man. Right, okay, and then he comes back stronger than ever. So then DC Rebirth happened and they decided that like obviously they were bringing characters back kind of shuffling things around and there was an author called Tom King who we can only assume loved Kite Man but we don't know why. <laughs> or kites. Or <laughs> many kites. But Tom King he just I think it, it is accepted that he just found Kite Man funny just because he's so bad that he's kind of funny. So and he just Kite- decided I'm going to make this guy my, my dude. Yeah, and so he started bringing him into stories, right? 
And um, in 2016, he actually had a major story arc. So Kaiman began appearing in the DC Rebirth universe. This version is referred to as Charles, Chuck and Charlie Brown. He seems to be somewhat unstable, constantly chanting the phrase, Kite Man, hell yeah! <laughs> a, reference to, a reference to his son, Charles Brown Jr.'s reaction to the first time he tried flying a kite. <laughs> Kite man, hell yeah. So, his son, in this new story, just loves flying kites. The first time he flew a kite with his son, his son just said, Kite man, hell yeah. And so, why Kite man is interesting is because he became a complete cult a cult hero from that one line. So, if you look up anything, if you look up Kite man and go to Google Images, one of the first five images you will definitely see is a is a speech bubble where he says, Kite Man, hell yeah, because that is his famous catchphrase. That's just what he does. He says it about himself after every successful crime, or any crime that is still in progress. When he gets out with the jewels, then there's always a paddle where he looks at the jewels and goes, Kite Man, hell yeah, before Joking. flying away. I've just looked it up, Connor, and as you say, <laughs> it's right here. Is it not? That is... So, do you know, like, when someone on the internet just explodes, and it's dumb, and it's hard to explain why it's popular? Yeah. Um, like, someone on Twitter or something, and, like, people are talking about it. Um, like, if you would explain... Do you remember that dress that was two different colours, like, two years ago? Yeah, if you- yeah, if you were to explain that to a caveman, makes no sense. Yeah, so I, it's very similar. So he just said, it was just one panel where he said Kite Man, his own name, and said, hell yeah. And the comic readers just were like, he is the stupidest, funniest, wh- like he's the worst but best character. Yeah, like he buys into his own shit as well. <laughs> yeah, and so they began to get more and more wacky with him. And in this new DC rebirth, they basically filled out all of his backstory and they found out like he was a father in a family and he like did crimes on the side. Um, and of course he had Charles Brown Jr., Charlie Brown Jr., his son, who he liked flying kites with. It was so lovely. And the first time he appears, he actually robs a luxurious party, right? And right. His first panels is he flies into the window. You're like, oh, it's kite man. But he has a kite that like folds in, becomes a backpack. He breaks through the window, takes the girl, the, takes the woman's jewelry, leaps out of another window, and the kite like extends again, and he flies away. The perfect crime. What the fuck? Who builds yeah, he, all this? He he, he big, he's kite man. That's what that's what he does. Builds kites. <laughs> so that was like the first panel where people were like oh my god something he did worked what what's going on yeah like he, he planned and executed something perfectly well he was very quickly foiled by a uh, gotham girl very soon after but like ah, right, at the time it was he that was when he said kite man hell yeah as as gliding away um that's amazing yeah, so where his main story comes in is actually, um, it's an issue of comics called The War of Jokes and Riddles. and this Who is, could be uh, the two primary villains in that? <laughs> so The War of Jokes and Riddles is, um, it's a crime, it's a gang war basically between the Joker and the <gasps> Penguin. No, Riddler. Oh, it's, it's Riddler. Oh, geez. oh it, that was a real good joke you just told. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so it was the Joker and the Riddler and they were fighting um, Charles Chuck, Chuck Brown Sr. was an engineer who specialised in aerodynamics and he Kites. had previously worked for Joker by designing the Joker mobile 
Oh, okay. So I like in that. This n- in this new universe, he's just an aero. He's like an aerodynamics expert, of course. He studied wind. He's a kite man. Um, if I had to put a word on it, kite yeah. man. <laughs> he's a kite man. Um, so you ever like look at the astronauts? They're just like studying wind. They're just like, you're a kite man. You're a kite man now, John. That's no, what you I'm are. An aeronautical engineer. <laughs> you're a kite man to me. You'll always be a kite man. Oh no! Please leave. Um, <laughs> um, he's a, he's he's been promoted to hot air balloon man. Fair play. <laughs> um, so kite man, he helped build the Joker mobile. So that's how Joker knows him. And due to this, he was confronted by Batman during the gang war as it was breaking out um, between the two super criminals. Now, there was a lot of villains uh, on either side. So Joker's team, not to go into the whole thing, but he had Penguin and Mr. Freeze and Deadshot and a few others. And Riddler had Poison Ivy, Two-Face, Killer Croc. Basically, everybody was on one side or the other. And, of course, Batman's caught in the middle of this. And so he needs to find one person who knows who's in on both of them. And so he comes to, to the big Chuck. He comes to Charlie Brown. And he's like, I know you worked for the Joker. Right? Yeah. You, you worked for him. You did his Joker mobile. I need you as my inside man. And you work as a double agent. Um, and Batman threatened him into doing it because Batman has a history of that. Um, <laughs> Batman so, will always get what he wants. So Kite Man's like, all right, cool. But Joker wanted Chuck to work as a mole for Riddler. So Joker's like, you work for Riddler and you come back to me. So now so Batman he's a triple agent. You might think that. Um, so Joker was like, uh, you work for me. You become a mole for Riddler. But Riddler, of course Riddler's very smart, had already figured out that he was working for Batman in the first place, resulting in Chuck being forced to double-cross three of the most dangerous criminals in Gotham at once. (laughs) (laughs) So, they all now know that he's double-crossing them. Kite Man, hell yeah. (laughs) Kite Man, hell yeah. After this, so Riddler wasn't too happy, Sean, about the fact that... I can't, he wouldn't be. Yeah, and where do you think... You know you need an origin story for all great villains. This is this story, by the way, is a prequel. This is before he fully becomes Kite Man. So, what do you think drives him to become Kite Man? He needs... What, what's the best origins of all heroes? Okay, it, they, do they kill his parents? Oh, tragedy is a good line to go down. But no, no, it's worse. Because the Riddler is do, the one doing the killing. Well, the Riddler says, You know who needs to go out for a bit of a kite day with their dad? Your son, no. Charlie Brown no. Jr. Not, so Charlie not Brown CDJ. Jr. <laughs> Charlie Brown Jr. and Charlie Brown Sr. They go out, they fly kites as they do. Maybe every they Saturday. Love kites. It's they kite day. Love kites. They love kites, okay? Riddler poisoned the string on the kite which the boy was playing with. <gasps> he loves swallowing string. <laughs> Leading to Kite Man's son. Being poisoned to death while flying a kite, leading, I can only assume, to a paddle where he holds his son and is like, I'm going to use the one thing I fear the most to become the hero I need to be. Like, that's that's all, that's, okay, that's horrifying. But second (laughs) of all, surely in the comic panel, like, then there's like, you have the the dead son, but also like, there's still a kite just flying. (laughs) 
Like just out of frame. Just out of frame. The son dies because of a poisonous string on a kite. Of course he does. So Kite Man's like, I need to figure out some way. He's distraught, right? And he wants vengeance on Riddler, obviously, for the murder of his son. He's right to want vengeance. Exactly. So... Charles created a, ha- a hang glider suit for himself and then dubbed himself Kite Man. This is Again, his new origin. <laughs> hang glider's not a kite. It's just... <laughs> what are you, the kite police? Again? I don't mean to, I don't mean to tell him his business, <laughs> yeah. but a kite is attached to a string that someone holds. That's poisoned. That's po- it has to be poisoned, it otherwise be it's poisoned. not a kite. That, that, that child is the, the one boy to ever actually fly a kite. <laughs> and he officially joined the Joker's team in the gang war. So he's like, fuck you, Riddler. I'm joined the Joker because you killed my son. And the, how did Joker react? He was just like, oh, okay, I guess this dude's a kite. I think, the Joker, just, I think the Joker was in the middle of a gang war and he already had like... On his side, he already had Penguin, Mr. Freeze, Deadshot, Man-Bat, Ventriloquist, Solomon Grundy, Kluma. He's busy with all them. So when this guy right. turns up, he's like, now I'm on your team, Joker. He's like, yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> all right, grand. That's, yeah, that'll do. That'll do me. Go, go, go to the back. Um, so within the war, Kite Man became considered something of a joke, Sean. Despite his wow. technological skills, and it was revealed that jo- Riddler purposely drove Chuck to insanity as he knew he was weak-willed enough to give away the Joker's location when the time came and when he was pressured. (laughs) It's like, nah, he'll crack. He'll sing like a fucking canary. So Riddler's whole plan is we'll just kill that chap's son, turn him mental, because he'll eventually just tell me where Joker is. And if I never need that information in this gang war, that would be handy. Like That's what we call the long game. That's the long game. Now, unfortunately, Charlie Brown Jr. had to die, but you shouldn't be playing with kites anyway. They're no crack. They're, oh, they're just going to fucking end. It's, not win- <laughs> it's never windy enough for a kite. <laughs> never. And we live in Ireland. It's in always Ireland. windy. It's mainly wind. <laughs> um, so, ultimately, Charles allied himself with Batman in the end uh, to defeat Riddler, right? So, right. at some point, it actually became that he was working with Riddler and Batman. Batman joined Riddler for a little bit. It's a whole story. I wouldn't get into it. But um, then Charles is like, okay, I'll join Riddler's team. And he designs them all specially uh, designed gliders for their crimes. Okay? Okay. And So he's like, Riddler, I'll design your whole team to specially designed gliders. So you can get in and get out, make a quick hit on Joker's group, and then get out of there. And Riddler's like, great idea, man. I killed your son, just to remind you. I wouldn't want you to double-cross me. So <laughs> Charles yeah. is like, you're dead right. So Charles rigs the gliders to have Riddler's men fly into the bat blimp. You, you didn't think there was blimps <laughs> here, but there is. <laughs> Why is why is why are they all about air transport all of a sudden? Because <laughs> Kite Man is here. That's amazing. Surely that would puncture the blimp, or is that that's the end goal? Oh, it's the bat blimp. It's very so strong. It's 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 made of metal, of course. It's made of metal. Somehow Batman made it fly. It doesn't make any sense. Look, he's, he's Batman. He's yeah. Batman. 
So after the war ended, Chuck found himself unable to regain his sanity, and he found himself stuck as a petty super criminal, an Arkham, in- Arkham inmate. So since then, he's just been back to Lord of the Ring, but he's a crowd favourite, and that is his big story, that he was involved in a triple cross between the Riddler, the Joker, and Batman. His son got killed by the Riddler, he joined forces with the Riddler, and then made all of Riddler's men go into the Bat Blimp. That's amazing. Yes. That is a... Oh, I you you were you asked like who should I do and I said kite man as a joke, <laughs> yeah. but that's like that's legitimately a good story with emotional <laughs> weight. I know I'm taking the piss, but it had emotional weight like this. He, his backstory makes sense, and he appeared like four times before that. I'll be honest with you, I laughed for at least ten minutes when his son died by kite. That 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 cracked me up. That was that was so funny. <laughs> I just thought that was the best, lads. <laughs> like, honestly, is there, a, is there a worst way to die? Like, it, it, poisoned by string on kites is yes. never a good way to go. It would be hard to defend against. Like, as he's probably looking at himself like, oh, I could have done more, but I don't think you could have, kite man. I don't know what you could have done more. I don't think, like, if he wasn't holding that string, the kite would have gotten away, and that would have been I a mean, bigger tragedy. Maybe just, like, take up a different hobby with your son. Well, yeah, like, what about billiards? Billiards? Yeah, very so- father-son dynamics. Um, <laughs> take so- your son to the pool hall. <laughs> Where all the smoke is, as yeah. in every 90s movie. Um, so in present day, Charles is presumably no more than a petty criminal, either stealing jewellery or selling his specially made kites for the use of other criminals. So he's just moved on to selling his kites. Started a buy-and-sell business. Yeah. Uh, okay. His abilities... His, he has mechanical aptitude. He helped design the original Joker mobile using his knowledge of aerodynamics. He also designed jet-propelled inverse parachutes that, instead of slowing descent, speed up ascent. That... What? <laughs> <laughs> it says speed up ascent. So, that's going how he, up. How has he not just sold all of his secrets to the military? So, really what he's made is a jetpack. Yeah, but a parachute. See, jet-propelled inverse parachutes are is a jetpack, surely. Yes, but does it work as a parachute on the way back down? Uh, it doesn't say. That would yeah, be hard to. It'd be hard to adapt it back to another one. Like, I think you'd need two backpacks, one on each shoulder, like. Oh, but then you're just uh, then yeah. you're even heavier. You fall faster when you don't want. Tell to. you what, we'll call it. There's no point. There's no, no point, point to do this crime. It's a waste of time. It's we're wasting everyone's time on our own. Um, he has his one of his abilities is thievery. Another one is aviation, which is not true. He can't fly without the kite. Um, and flight is his last ability. That's, well, he can I, if he's wearing his special suit. Yes, <laughs> yeah. but flight is just a man. Very little flight in that man. Uh, yeah, like natural born flight, none at all. I would. He's say. no black condor, is what I would say. Black Condor simply learned to fly. That's what he did. By watching condors. By watching condors. Mm. In a fight between Kite Man and Black Condor, I think Black Condor has it. Also because Black Condor just has a gun. Yeah, he's a laser gun. Now, Kite Man has a regular gun, if that's any use to you. Oh. <laughs> and and he he presumably does clay pigeon shooting in his spare time. I can only assume. But, like, Kite Man, if you even get, like, one scrape... Surely you just collapse. Yeah. Yeah, and also, 
you you're very reliant on like the environment for your entrances and exits. <laughs> like he's not flying around New York, is he? No, um, he's he has to fly just when it's really windy. So that's only when he can commit crimes. He's just looking at the weather just and to find to out be, when he like, can blow in the right direction. Oh yeah, because if he blows the wrong direction, he's going nowhere. No, well, he's going right back home. Is where he's going. <laughs> exactly. Um, any notes I have are. Kite Man was created by Bill Finger and Dick Sprang, first appearing, as I said, in Batman 133. Um, however, in the primary continuity, Kite Man first appeared in the New 52, so he was written by Tom King and Ivan Rees, Um that was Batman Volume 3, so uh, that's 2016, I think it is, 2015-2016, uh, mm-hmm. but I think what they've done is kind of taken all of his primary continuity out or um, or pre New Fifty Two, so he was a joke for many years. He appeared like five times, and then they just kind of filled it out because now, now he's just and he's just a much loved character. Because Kite Man, hell yeah, Sean. Because Kite Man, hell yeah, and I, I think that's the attitude we all need in our life. <laughs> Kite Man, hell yeah, or just like your own name, just like Sean Mean, hell yeah, hell yeah. Just do anything. Do it the most minor of successes. You send that email today. Just one email. Oh, just fuck go, it. Just send that email. Thanks. Oh, Connor. fuck. Just, but if you just go, you send one email, go, Connor Lawler, hell yeah. Like, you will look mad to other people. But at the same time, it's it's a bit of encouragement. Bit of, bit of positive reinforcement. Bit of a pat yourself on the back <laughs> if you've done well. <laughs> Fair play to you. Walked up the stairs. Hell yeah. Dr- drank a load of cans. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> bit tipsy. Oh, no. <laughs> Gambled all my money. Oh, lads. <laughs> they took my legs. Oh, no. Put poison on a load of string. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I'm back. Hell yeah. <laughs> we dipped there in the middle, but now I'm back. <laughs> um, so I think that's Kite Man, Sean. Uh, he's a, a joke report. character that if you stay around long enough, you will eventually become a cult classic, like the Condiment King. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the day that that happens for me. Yes. Um, yeah. You're still in the middle bit. Yeah, I'm still in the bit where, like, I just think he's a joke. But well, maybe if I see his relationship with Poison Ivy, if that hadn't been ruined for me. Oh, for fuck's sake! It's it's. I mean, like, it's not called the Kite Man show. It's Harley Quinn. Might as fucking well be to me. <laughs> all right. He's all that brings. It. He's the draw. He's the money maker. <laughs> Um, so Sean do you want to take us out please yes thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Hero or Zero we'll be back on Monday with an episode of Movie Mondays Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday and next Friday with one more episode of Hero or Zero and it's going to be my week so it'll be a Marvel character and it's yes. going to be way better than Connor's report okay well that's fair enough I mean I mean, there's no need to say truths he, he yeah, destroyed me with truths <laughs> with truths <laughs> that is our reference uh, <laughs> The uh, we're uh, thank you to everyone who supports us over on Patreon, patreon.com slash Heroes of Fire Podcast, or there's a link in the description. It's really cool of all you guys who do that. Thank you so so much. Seriously. Mm. Um if you want to join those people who do it, it's all all those links are in the description, along with all of our socials and our email, here's Fryer underscore at Outlook dot com and if way- you go to the patreon you will get access to all of the previous Lazarus pits that we do every single month so that's true there's a nice little back catalogue growing there yeah so you get it uh, it's our Lazarus pit is our old movie review uh, we've done Spider-Man 2 Batman Begins Fan 4 Stick so far and there's there's gonna be more oh no what's na- what's this month it's technically May 1st today 
Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, uh, the Someone send us in with ideas. No, we're not doing Actually, that. Yeah. <laughs> you, you mean the Kite Man show? The Kite Man show, sorry. Yeah, if anyone has any ideas for movies you want us to watch and rib on, send them on in. Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, and the best way you can support the show, leave a review and a rating on iTunes. That shoots us up the rankings really highly. Or you can... Uh, what's the other thing we say? Uh, tell one human being we exist, Sean. Tell one human being we exist, now, please. Um, there were people asking after Weird News Wednesday, what about aliens? Do they come under that bracket? See, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm still debating it. I think if yeah. it's, a, it's like a friendly alien, go ahead. Yeah. If yeah. it's like a conquering alien... Mm. I'd, I'd, Still I go ahead. To to I, Actually, I want yeah. to get that download, but we at the same the time, what, watch it. Watch yourself, like <laughs> just like you know, like say it and then leave. Don't don't hang around. <laughs> say it and then m- run. Like download Great. here for okay, bye, <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> um, okay, I think that's it for this week's Hero Zero shot. Right, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, I've been Carl Lawler. I've been Sean Bean. I'll see you next week, guys. Bye bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.